Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. What's in a name, Shakespeare wrote. As it turns out, it can be a lot. A name instantly conjures up thoughts which might be good or bad. If I say the name Jack, you likely start to think about the different Jacks that you know. If I mention Janet, all the Janets you've met will move through your mind. We associate names with people, for better or for worse, and while we can't be pigeonholed to a name, obviously, we need to know that our name is associated with who we are. It is an important reflection of our identity. This new Jesus movement gets its first name that is going to stick in today's verses. Acts chapter 11 verses 25 through 30 says, Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. This they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. So we continue to follow Barnabas in his storyline, who seems to go out of his way to hunt Saul down, who's been hanging out in Tarsus since back in Acts chapter 9, spending time there because Jewish leaders in Jerusalem had been trying to kill him and he was in hiding. Apparently the time for hiding is done, and when Barnabas wants a partner to go and help him in his ministry in Antioch, he doesn't take any of the well-known apostles, he goes looking for Saul. Again, we see the encouraging and gracious nature of Barnabas reaching out to Saul to bring him along. Saul wouldn't have been able to become who he was, Paul, hero of the faith, without Barnabas in his life. What if Barnabas had never reached out and encouraged him? What if Barnabas had just left him hiding in Tarsus? You never know what your efforts to spur someone else along might be doing in the grand scheme of things. Again, we could all stand to be a little more like Barnabas. The followers of Jesus at Antioch get given their first official name, Christians, at the Antioch Church. It literally means of Christ. These people were marked as being like Jesus. In our day, Christian can mean a lot of things, and not all of it is good. The word does not always have good connotations for everybody in this world. So some have taken to referring to true believers as Christ followers. That is to say, we're actually trying to live like Jesus. We're not just checking a box on a census form because our parents were vaguely religious. But it seems that the earliest form of the name here was meant to convey the same thing. These people are followers of Christ and so will bear his name as his followers. We meet Agabus in this passage, a prophet, which we can over-mysticize and over-spiritualize, but at its core, prophecy is a spiritual gift where one can determine what the Spirit is saying and share it with others. By that definition, it's likely that many more of us may have the prophetic gift than we realize. It's a wonderful and important gift, and we're told in 1 Corinthians 14 that we should actively seek it. Today, take some time to consider what is the Spirit saying to you right now? 
maybe take some time to be quiet or talk it out with someone else or write some things down or go for a walk in nature. But if you had to articulate what God might be speaking to you or teaching you or putting in your heart right now, what would that be? Write that down and take some time to pray into it today.